Hey there, everybody. How you doing this evening, today, or in the morning, whenever you're listening? And this is Pastor Chip. I want to thank you for joining me again and for listening. I tell you what, if you've never experienced the divine hand of God in your life or your actions, you're missing out or you're blind. So anyway, and we'll talk about... Well, yesterday I talked about God's plans. You know, we might have plans, but God's plans will come together no matter what. And today, you know, all day, everywhere I've gone, there's been talk on the news and talking to people and talking to businesses about our world and craziness, how it's gone crazy, how there's conspiracy theories and corruption and madness and beatings in the streets. I mean, it's just animals in the streets is what they are. I mean, people that claim they're for a, a certain race, but then they beat up and kill their own race or, or you know, they say they're doing peaceful protest and but yet they're burning down businesses and destroying and looting. And then you've got, you've got politicians that are allowing it to happen because they're in their, uh, their disapproval with the leadership of the country. They, these people don't respect God or God-ordained leadership. And it's just... You know, I don't know any other way to say it. It's just vile, evil people. If you seek to overthrow the leader of a country, you're seditious. And you know, not so long ago, a couple hundred years ago, if you did anything like this, you were hung. In England, Great Britain, you were drawn and quartered. That means you were stretched out. You had your guts taken out while you were alive. And then you had your limbs cut off from your body and your head. And each piece was sent to a different section of the country so that people would know what happened to those who spoke sedition against the king and country. You say what you want to. I, I kind of think it's a fitting punishment. And that's probably the reason we're in the situation we're in today is because people aren't afraid of doing anything and everybody gets a trophy. Everybody's got their feelings hurt. And nobody cares about their personal issues or their free ice cream or, you know, they they can't wear the socks that they want to at a football game, but somebody else can wear socks talking about death to pigs. You know, uh, our world is just crazy. It's crazy. Upside down. Crazy. I don't care what you say. It's cray-cray. And it's about to break loose a whole lot worse. I'm afraid before it gets better. And so, 
you know, I'm flipping through my Bible thinking of something to read, and I was going to say I don't know why, but I do know why. I pray and I ask God for for discernment and guidance in the Word that He puts before me today for a topic. And He takes me over to Revelation chapter 6. And this chapter 5 talks about the lamb. There was one like a slaughtered lamb standing in the midst of the throne. And he took the scroll out of the right hand of the one seated on the throne. Because if you read 5, there was a scroll with writing on both sides, sealed with seven seals. And... Um, the mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? But no one in heaven or in earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or even look at it. And John says, I wept and wept because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or even look in it. Then one of the elders said to me, Don't look, do not weep. Look, the lion from the tribe of Judah. The root of David has conquered so that he is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. And then I saw one like a slaughtered lamb standing in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll out of the right hand of the one seated on the throne. Praise be to God. You know who that was. That's Jesus. Not was, is. That's Jesus. So I'm going to skip the rest of five, and I want to get over to where, what I think. I'm not a prophet. I just read things, and God reveals things to me, and it, just maybe for Chip's pleasure, I don't know, but I'm going to tell you what I get out of this. So it says, the first seal on the scroll, chapter 6, verse 1, Then I saw the Lamb open one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say, with a loud voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out as a conqueror in order to conquer. Now, you see, people of centuries have been trying to put all this together and say what's order and who's coming and when and how and what they're going to do. And there, there's no understanding. There's no knowing. There's no figuring it out. But let me just say, when it says it was a crown was given to him and he went out as a conqueror, in order to conquer. And he was, he was, there was a white horse and its rider held a bow and a crown was given him. Okay. <clears throat> so look at it this way. In this, in this figure of speech, white horse and the crown represents Christ. And he went out to conquer. Well, Christ conquers and he's good. Christ conquers evil. Christ does not go out and cause anything bad. 
in our recent history, if you look at anything cataclysmic, global, that encompassed all the world like no other, where good conquered evil, that would be World War II. And I say that because not only did good conquer evil in World War II, but God used that point, that war, that moment to call his children home from all over the world. And in 1947, they created the Jewish nation, the Israel nation, once more. A country that had been before and is now again. God alone caused, allowed, ordained World War II for His glory. And Jesus was the white horse, the rider on the white horse with the crown, and the conqueror who went out to conquer. That could have been the first seal. So now you're thinking, yeah, he's crazy. Anyway, so now let's move to the second one. Verse 3, when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse went out, a fiery red one, and its rider was allowed to take peace from the earth so that people would slaughter one another. A large sword was given to him. Okay. Since World War II, you've had the Korean War, the Vietnam War, uh, the genocide in Bosnia-Herzegovina, you've had uh, Kuwait invasion, the Desert Storm, you've had Rwanda, you've had killing fields in Thailand, uh, I think, and um, Cambodia, Cambodia. You've had the stuff in in South Africa, Africa and South Africa, and all these wars have gone on. But they were uh, finished and resolved and ended with the help of good over evil. It wasn't a global event, okay? But this says. That the, another horse went out, a red fiery one. If you look at the COVID emblem that's all over the internet, it's a round ball and it's got red tentacles or whatever you want to call them, spines sticking out of it. Like a prickly red berry, but it's like a firebomb. And then you think, I mean, this is just coming to me now, okay? China, the Chinese, the dragons, the firebombs, the fireworks, and the red fiery one. It's red. The red out of red China comes the COVID. Its rider was allowed to take peace from the earth. Look what has happened since the COVID began to spread. Peace was taken from the earth. And people have begun to slaughter one another. They're killing each other in the streets of France, England, the Netherlands and different places. People are attacking, gangs are attacking and killing people. 
It's happening all over the world. Not just in America. We just think it's big because we're here and it's happening around us. But it's happening everywhere. This is global. So it says, Allow to take peace from the earth so that people would slaughter one another. Is that not something? Now, You're saying, well, how do we know that happened? And well, What's the time frame? Well, we don't know the time frame. That's just it. God's time is better than ours. It's better than a Swiss pocket watch. You know, he says a year is as of a, th- a day is as of a thousand years. A thousand years is, of a, is as of a day. Well, you can't put God in a box. The being that created everything from his breath, you cannot put him in a box. You can't. You can't contest with him. He wakes up tomorrow and he wants to do something. He don't fit our scales. So the third seal. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come, and I looked, and there was a black horse. Its rider held a set of scales in his hand. Then I heard something like a voice among the four living creatures say, a quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius. But do not harm the oil and the wine. What do you think? What do you think? You're going to say, that one, no, it's not happened yet. You're right. You're right, it hasn't happened yet. But, the global economy ain't doing too good. Come November, and we have this election, if things get worse, if Trump wins, it's going to be terrible. If Trump loses, it's going to be worse. If Trump wins, it's going to be terrible because if they don't respect the president that we've had now for four years, what the heck are they going to do in November? There's going to be riots and warfare. And see... All this stuff is just building and building and building until we have our big explosion on the November elections. And with our economy tanking, which it's doing now, you can't get meat in certain places. The grocery stores or shelves are still bare. Uh, some things are hard to find. A quart of wheat for a denarii. What that's saying is inflation is going to boom. It's going to be so expensive. You can't buy food with a wheelbarrow full of money just like they couldn't do in germany in post-world war one their inflation was so bad people literally carried wheelbarrows of money to buy bread so if that happens come november december time frame if that if that happens if our country is, if our world is in a global recession, then we'd be looking at the fourth seal. And I'll just read the fourth seal because as a matter of speculation, it says, When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. And I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider was named Death. Ah, 
like gangrene, right? How about that? A green horse and gangrene. And Hades was following after him, and they were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, by famine, by plague, and by wild animals of the earth. Okay, famine and plague we've seen and will see and have seen. If we see famine and plague in November, December, you might want to start thinking maybe old Chip was right. But... If you see famine, if we see famine by famine and plague and a fourth of the people of the earth and by, by the wild animals of the earth, if we see the wild animals of the earth going crazy, killing and eating people all over the place, and we've lost about a fourth of the population of the earth, well, you can say I told you so. We're there. And then we'll deal with the rest of the seals later. But then you'll know that we're deep in it at that time. You'll know that we've only got 5th, 6th, and the 7th seal left. And God help us if I'm right. So I hope this has given y'all something to think about. And I think we all need to be praying. Praying for our leaders and for our country. Because you know in the Old Testament, prayers of fervent people averted many a crisis that God had brought on the nation of Israel and the tribes. And who's to say if we pray and we pray hard that we can't turn this country around? We need to respect our leader. He's put here by God, and we need to pray for healing for this country. And this is Pastor Chip Ritchie. I hope you have a blessed evening, and tune in again.